Discover the French language with Jessica. It's right here. It's right now on French Your Way podcast. Bonjour à tous, j'espère que vous allez bien. I hope you're well. Welcome to French Your Way podcast, episode 125, episode 125. And uh, in episode 117, so a couple of months ago, I uh, talked about the indirect speech uh, that was uh, inspired by uh, a question by uh, Robert. So uh, if you need to brush up about indirect speech and especially in which order to put the words in your sentence, go check out episode 117. This episode will be a continuation of it about the indirect speech and I'll explain what's called the Concord la concordance des temps. In English, uh, we say uh, the sequence of tenses. So, uh, if you're not a grammar fan, uh, the the name of it may scare you, but uh, don't freak out. It's actually um, pretty logical um, and quite easy if you're um, handling uh, English language uh, well, as it works the same as in English. So, uh, let's have a look at some examples and you'll see what I mean. Again, it's pretty simple if you have a good knowledge of English because it works the same. Um, let's take the sentence. Uh, we're in the direct speech here. I'm uh, just quoting directly what the person says. Uh, if I say, I'm hungry, I'm hungry, which is uh, apparently something that I say very often. J'ai faim. J'ai faim. Now, uh, what is uh, Jessica saying? Uh, she She's saying, she says that uh, she is hungry, right? Uh, elle dit qu'elle a faim. There is uh, no change here in um, in the tense of the verb. So again, uh, when I say um, she says uh, that she is hungry or she is saying that she is hungry, the uh, what we are going to call the introductory verb. So the verb that we use to introduce um, the reported speech. Uh, so the reported words of uh, the person. Uh, the indirect speech, if you want, is in the present tense. So, so if she says, I'm hungry, she says uh, that she is hungry. Now, what happens if the uh, introductory verb is not in the present tense? What happens if it's in the past? For example, uh, what did she say? Uh, she said, this is um, your past tense there, she said that she was hungry. If she says, I'm hungry, she said that she was hungry. Um, you say that there is a shift in the tense here. That's, so that's what we call uh, la concordance des temps, or the sequence of time. If your introductory verb is in the past tense, uh, the, the verb uh, that was in the, in the present in the direct uh, speech is going to become uh, the imparfait. What did she say? She said that she was hungry. Donc, elle a dit qu'elle avait faim. Let's take uh, another example. So, he doesn't know. He doesn't know. Uh, il ne sait pas. Il ne sait pas. That's uh, the present tense. If I'm uh, asking in the present, um, so, for example, he replies in the present, he replies that he doesn't know. Il répond 
qu'il ne sait pas. So introductory verb in the present tense and we keep the same tense uh, for the second part of the sentence for the, uh, the words that are reported. Um, so we had present tense in uh, the example. Il ne sait pas. So il répond qu'il ne sait pas. We keep uh, the tense. It doesn't change. Now, if we're going to change the introductory uh, verb, so he replied, what did he reply? He replied that he didn't know. Il a répondu qu'il ne savait pas. So, if you use an uh, introductory uh, verb in the past tense, and your uh, the, the, the original speech was in the present tense, the present becomes the imparfait. He doesn't know. He says that he doesn't know. He said that he didn't know. We have the same shift in French. Il ne sait pas. Il dit qu'il ne sait pas. Il a dit qu'il ne savait pas. What about uh, using the uh, future simple? So future simple. Uh, Pierre will come tomorrow. Pierre will come tomorrow. That's what I was. That's what I'm uh, saying. It's in the, the direct speech. I'm saying Pierre will come tomorrow. Pierre viendra demain. Uh, so what about Marie informs that Pierre will come tomorrow? When you say Marie informs, blah blah blah, uh, your introductory verb is in the present tense. Therefore, there's not going to be a change of tense in the second part of the sentence. We're going to keep. The, uh, future pro, uh, the future sample. So, Marie informs that Pierre will come tomorrow. Marie annonce que Pierre viendra demain. No change. But if I put the introductory verb in the past tense, Marie informed that... How are you going to finish that sentence? You will say, Marie informed that Pierre would come tomorrow. Uh, that uh, was happens in proper English. And so you see, instead of Pierre will come tomorrow, we said that he would come tomorrow. What is that tense? If you have would, it is the uh, conditional. Conditionnel présent. So the future simple becomes uh, the uh, present conditional. Therefore, Marie informed that Pierre would come tomorrow. Marie a annoncé, so past tense for the introductory verb, que Pierre viendrait, uh, conditionnel, que Pierre viendrait demain. Another example. Mark and Sophie will take uh, the 10 o'clock train. They will take the train. 10 o'clock train. That's what I'm saying now. I'm reporting uh, these, uh, these words. So, Marc et Sophie prendront le train de 10 heures. That's a future simple. If I put an introductory verb to a report, uh, so to, to uh, use the uh, indirect speech, for example, I know, I know that Marc and Sophie will take the 10 o'clock train. There's no alteration in tense because my introductory verb, I know, is in the present. Je sais que uh, Marc et Sophie prendront le train de 10 heures. But if I say, if I use the past tense as my introductory verb, I knew that Marc and Sophie would 
take the 10 o'clock train. Je savais que Marc et Sophie prendraient euh, le train de 10 heures. And so, again, you have the future Sam that becomes um, present conditional. But what about if you use the future proche, the near future? I'm going to let you think uh, a little bit there. Uh, and we'll start the example with, so future proche would be... Uh, I'm going to do something. For example, I'm going to eat at the restaurant tonight. That's what the person says. I'm going to eat at the restaurant tonight. How do you translate that in French? I'm going to eat. Je vais manger au restaurant ce soir. So what would you think? Uh, what do you think will happen? How would you say? I'm telling you that. I'm telling you that. I'm going to eat at the restaurant tonight. Um, the introductory verb is in the present, therefore no change. We still use the uh, future proche. I'm telling you that I'm going to eat at the restaurant tonight. Je te dis, or je vous dis, que je vais manger au restaurant ce soir. Now, I told you that, so why, do you, why did you call me a hundred times? Why were you worried? I told you that I... How do you end the sentence? I told you that I was going to eat at the restaurant tonight. Hmm. Why do we have uh, kind of the imparfait there? Is because when you do, uh, when you make the future approach, the near future, you conjugate the verb aller in the present. And whatever is in the present becomes the imparfait. We saw it at the very uh, beginning, one of the, like the first examples. Um, So, in the indirect speech introduced by a verb in the past, the present becomes the imparfait. Therefore, uh, because the future proche consists of the verb aller conjugated in the present plus the infinitive, you will have the imparfait plus the infinitive. I told you that I was going to eat at the restaurant tonight. Is Je t'ai dit que j'allais manger au restaurant ce soir. What about uh, the passé composé? So, of course, if uh, you're uh, more of a beginner and you haven't learned all these tenses, don't worry about that. Just focus on the, the very beginning of the, of the podcast or just as a little introduction. This is not a course about how to make the tenses. It's just to help you um, like do kind of the, the, the gymnastic, the, the, the conversion in your mind and try to find the logic um, if you are at that level for um, the transformation between direct and indirect speech. So, what about the passé composé? So, it's called perfect tense in English. The new trainee arrived late this morning. So, uh, le nouveau stagiaire est arrivé en retard ce matin. Use passé composé. So, now I'm told that uh, the new trainee arrived late this morning. So, I'm told that is, um, we're going to use the on, like someone told me that. If you want to uh, brush up about the different meanings of on in French, that's episode 101. So, I'm told that the new trainee arrived late this morning. On me rapporte que... Le nouveau stagiaire est arrivé en retard ce matin. Again, we use passé composé. There's no change because um, the I'm told or on me rapporte is the present tense. Now, I was told that the new trainee, 
So maybe a bit tricky for you to think, but again, same as in English, I was told that the new trainee had arrived late this morning. Um, you're going to have to use the... Um, Okay, so some uh, grammar books, they will tell you that if um, you have passé composé in your original sentence, you need to have pluperfect in uh, the indirect speech introduced by a verb in the past tense. But uh, you, you don't really need to learn, like it's not, it's not an extra rule, it's just logical because what is the passé composé? It's the verb être or avoir in the present tense plus the past participle. And because the present tense becomes the imparfait, of course, you will have être ou avoir in the imparfait plus the past participle. And être ou avoir in the imparfait actually is the pluperfect. So it's just plain logical. So I'm told that the new trainee arrived late this morning. On me rapporte que le nouveau stagiaire est arrivé passé composé en retard ce matin. But I was told that the new trainee had arrived late this morning. Plus perfect. On m'a rapporté que le nouveau stagiaire était arrivé en retard ce matin. Let's study a, a second example using the passé composé. Uh, I already ate. Or I've already eaten. The same. Uh, you're going to say, j'ai déjà mangé. J'ai mangé. J'ai déjà mangé. That is the passé composé here. So, uh, if I want to say, I say, or I'm saying, so introductory verb in the present, I say that I've already eaten, that I already ate, je dis que j'ai déjà mangé. No alteration in the tenses. Why did you bring me like a sandwich? I said that I had already eaten. J'ai dit que j'avais déjà mangé. So instead of the passé composé, you have the pluperfect because instead of conjugating the auxiliary avoir in the present, you conjugate it in the imperfect and then you add your uh, past participle. I said that I had already eaten. J'ai dit que j'avais déjà mangé. If your brain uh, hasn't melted yet, uh, I'm going to give you a last uh, situation. What about if we have um, in our original, in our direct speech, an order, a command, an instruction, therefore a verb in the imperative form. For example, come have a look, come have a look. So, viens voir, viens voir. He tells me to... Come have a look. He tells me to come have a look. We can see here that the verb is not conjugated anymore. It's actually an infinitive. Uh, the imperative will become an infinitive. Il me dit de venir voir. Um, wash your hands. Wash your hands. Uh, Lave-toi les mains. Alors, you may have wanted to translate it by Lave tes mains or Lavez vos mains. This is not so... Uh, it's okay it's not uh, it's not so so good uh episode 26 of um the podcast will uh explain to you why you have to use le la le with the with the body parts so uh lave toi les mains or lavez-vous les mains i'm asking him or i'm asking her to wash his hands or to wash her hands je lui demande so present tense de se laver les mains there's no more imperative we have to use the infinitive there and what about the um, introductory verb in the past tense? I asked him or I asked her. 
still the same to wash his hands or to wash her hands so um, the imperative will become the infinitive no matter what uh, in the indirect speech je lui ai demandé de se laver les mains I'll make you work on the last uh, bonus example. Um, don't call me before 8 p.m. Don't call me before 8 p.m. That's the imperative. That's a command. Uh, ne m'appelez pas avant 20 heures. Or ne m'appelle pas avant 20 heures. All um, these sentences, all the French with the translation, you can find in the show notes of the episode. Don't call me before 8 p.m. So I remind them. Not to call me before 8 p.m. Not to call me is not a conjugated verb. It's just the infinitive. Je leur rappelle de ne pas m'appeler uh, avant 20 heures. So if your verb is in the infinitive, uh, both parts of the negation, the ne and the pas, need to be before the infinitive. You cannot say ne m'appeler uh, with ER, ne m'appeler pas. It's ne pas m'appeler, not to call me. Both parts of the negation are before the infinitive, but on either side of a conjugated verb. I reminded them in the past tense, I reminded them, still infinitive, and I reminded them not to call me before 8 p.m. Je leur ai rappelé de ne pas m'appeler avant 20 heures. That's going to be it for today, but there will be a third part to uh, the indirect speech in an upcoming episode. should be 128, I think. Uh, so stay tuned. And in the meantime, why don't you take uh, an extra few minutes uh, to rate uh, this podcast, rate my explanation uh, on iTunes. This helps um, promote this podcast and it helps my work being uh, found by other students of French who may uh, benefit from uh, these episodes. A few of you, a few of you, have uh, emailed me saying that they had um, problems leaving a review on iTunes. So first, thanks a lot for um, taking. Uh, your time to to try and my husband is actually uh, following all these issues he's um, written an article about how to leave a review for a french way podcast on uh, on itunes from your iphone or from your computer so if you have difficulties if you experience difficulties you can uh, go and check out the instructions on uh, frenchaway.com.au slash review And I hope this will help. Otherwise, you can uh, shoot me an email. Well, thanks for everything. And uh, see you in the next episode of French Away Podcast. <laughs>